This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is... Certainly a day that you are this listening to Thursday, this show. Thursday, the day you're listening to the show. Thursday. Let's say uh, August the 10th. Why not? It's got to be. Today's right? the third. Okay. No, so, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's August 10th. 10th. August 10th. So you're listening to the show. We're recording it on the third. I don't know what's happened between now and then. There could be another indictment, you know, Cecil. They were, they were talking about it last week um, on Thursday. They, I was watching the news, and they were saying that there was a possibility that they would release the... Uh, the one that's happening in Georgia soon. Yeah, I, I so heard something's happening sometime in between now and the eighteenth. So, who knows, right? So like any minute now. Who knows, man? I mean, so, and when the next one comes out, regardless of if it's a month that we haven't had yeah, it yet, we're still going to read it immediately and it. post it because it's we're just doing too it, good shit. All right, so let's do some news stories, Cecil. This story comes from the Daily Mail. Only the highest quality news sources for our listeners. People get mad about the Daily Mail, so we apologize in advance. The Daily Mail is a piece of shit. There you go. Okay. All right. Missionary. I found this story everywhere, though. I just I wanted the one with the most pop-ups. Yeah, no, you, you did a good Cecil. job because there's four and the most ads. <laughs> How many we got going here? What a fucking shit show of a website Man. this is. Jesus, I'm surprised you don't fucking open the Daily Mail and get a fucking load in your face. This is like a cum <laughs> shot. Like it's like a Bukaki website where there's just like yes. a million cum shots in your face when you open it. This website feels like an early 2000s porn it site. It really does. Where it's just like, it's just like boop. It feels boop, like, boop, is there a booby? Is there a booby? It's going to cover it with like, a fucking pop-up. So you're, you're, you're you're using the wrong hand with the mouse and you accidentally <laughs> click the ad. Yeah. You're just like, great. I'm fucking all malware. My computer's 100% titty malware now. That's it. Do you remember that shitty movie we watched with Kirk Cameron where he's clicking oh, on yeah, the yeah, yeah, movies yeah, yeah. and he gets so mad that he's beaten off in front of the computer he throws his computer away? But he throws the monitor away. That's my favorite away. part. It's he's like, monitor. oh, yeah, man. It's the monitor. The thing away. It, it doesn't so display enough titties. Firehouse? <laughs> what was it called? Fireproof. 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 That was it. Oh, my God. From our Everyone's oh, a critic God, days. so bad, bro. I still remember. You and I did a double feature. I remember this the day. We did a double feature. We watched High School Musical 1, 2, 3, 7, yeah, I don't know, same, yeah. and Fireproof. We were doing a double <laughs> header. We were recording a double header. So bad. And I waited until like, because it's me. Yeah. So it was like we were going to record on Sunday morning. We used to record Sunday mornings at like 9 o'clock or something. And so I was like, oh, shit, I got to watch Fireproof and High School Musical like today for tomorrow's record. But then I was like, ah, oh, God. And then like. I didn't watch him. I didn't start watching him until like 10 o'clock. <laughs> so two in the morning? Like, yeah. So it's like two in the 
what and it's are like you th- but like, like it's me so I'm like pausing it and getting snacks yeah. I fucking shut up at like three and I was like I record like five and a half hours <laughs> So I like was like I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> oh, so bad, God. dude. God. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, anyway, Those, yeah. so so speaking of people who are throwing terrible. money away. Yeah, so this story, missionary goes on the run after being accused of blowing 33 million dollars of Bible donations on diamonds, gambling, and 7 million dollars of updates to his farm. In a nine-year scheme. Here's what I want to say about this. Yeah. I am happy that he decided to take the money for Bibles on, and spend it mostly on something else that's very useless. I, like, th- you like, know what? Ro- like expensive rocks and or expensive metals and or gambling. Like all of yes. it's wasting your money. Dude, so he same. just was like, I'm just going to take it out of this column and put it in this other waste column. You've got a bunch of money earmarked for Bibles, and he's like, I don't know, put it all on red. Put it all on diamonds. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, cool. Weren't you talking like two weeks ago where when you buy a diamond, it loses like half it loses its, its value, value like immediately? immediately. <laughs> like admit, there's such a bet. Ba- like the jewelry worst. is a terrible the holder of investment. value. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, actually, let me take that back. A diamond alone is not a bad oh, holder okay. of value. All right, okay. But jewelry is a bad oh, holder Oh, okay, of value. all right. So like- yeah, so they, yeah, they, are, they control the market on diamonds, right. so they only release enough to make it so that well, there's Well, if you're just buying the diamonds and you can buy it wholesale, yeah. they're not they're not bad. But if you buy diamonds retail, yeah, it's fucking it's a it's not an investment. What about the ones that they compress from a machine? The natural or the yeah, lab you, the lab diamonds? You, yeah. Lab diamonds are a third the cost of mine. Are they diamonds. really? Yeah. They're still expensive. Yeah. Yeah. We don't I actually don't buy uh when I buy Haley jewelry for like an anniversary or something, I buy her moissanite. Moissanite is like it's visually almost indistinguishable from a diamond. It's nine point five on the Moore's scale instead of ten, so it's it, it's almost tell. as hard as yeah. a diamond, and it's like a tenth of the price. No shit. Yeah. Does she know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's finding out now. <laughs> Tom's the cutest. Yeah. Like, Tom's got his pinky mm. in the corner of his mouth the whole time. <laughs> we're gonna get back to this guy. We're, we, we're, we're gonna get back to this off, guy. We're getting off track. Gambling. Yeah. You steal millions of dollars and then you gamble with it. What are you hoping to win? Millions of dollars? <laughs> I know you, you just stole millions of you, you just gambled yeah. by committing the 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 fucking theft. Yeah. You already gambled and won. It's like selling corned beef to buy more corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> it's like selling corned beef to buy like corned beef futures. <laughs> you know? Like you just had corned beef. It's so true. It's so true because you don't. You don't have a. You don't have a. You just have a promise for possibility right. of corned beef. What the fuck? <laughs> like get like just gambling. Fucking farm future. <laughs> you just stand there like. But I had a sandwich like there's a minute ago. What am I doing with my money? I wish there was uh, corned beef futures. Oh God. We're just like, what's the market on corned beef today? <laughs> Buy, sell, eat. <laughs> corn beef futures. He just put out a big fucking roulette wheel and rolled around. <laughs> That's See, the greatest thing ever. We talked been. about this before. Oh, I God. would be so good at being rich because this guy be was rich. You would be, and good. he took the money yeah. and he's gambled it. He I liked- would take the money and keep it. I know. I know. What were you? You know, like you, you, you have an opportunity to have that that kind of money, and then like these people are always so sloppy with it. They're always like coming to the to the to the meeting with like like 
$100 bills hanging out of their pants right. or whatever. And they're like, oh, sorry, I dropped a $60,000 in cash <laughs> on the floor on accident. What? Yeah. I stole some money? They, okay, so I'll tell you a story. At my company, I work for a title insurance company. At my company, years and years ago, before I was there, years and years ago, there was a guy who had like an administrative level position, but he had access to the computer in such a way that allowed him to steal a bunch of money. Oh. Like much big money. And he did. He stole a bunch of money. We were a great big company. We covered the loss. It didn't hurt us at all. But like he stole a bunch of money. And I only know the story because like he was a guy with like an admin job who would dress way past his like, he would like, you know, come into work wearing like designer clothes. He had a boat. He had like all this stuff that's like, I stole your money Did he stuff. get arrested? Yeah. Okay. And like, <laughs> because like, <laughs> and that's, he had a corned beef future hanging right, out. He had corned beef futures hanging out. He had a whole boat made of corned beef futures. <laughs> and I'm just like, man. If I stole money on Friday, I know, man. guess who you don't know, find man. Monday? I had Monday, I'm gone. I, I'm, I'm burning my birth certificate I, behind me. I, I, I was told a story by someone who works uh, in a church. And they were telling me, they used to work in a church. And they were telling me about this story, about like how they went into some guy, one of the guy's office is, and they just found like so much cash. <laughs> and they found the cash because this is the guy who was in charge of the the plate. So they pass the plate right. around and this guy collects the cash. <laughs> well, he just never took it to the, to the deposit. Yes. And so, <laughs> so this lady who was working for this, this church sat down on the ground <laughs> with another coworker and they counted it all out. And then they took pictures of them rolling in it. It was, <laughs> it was $14,000 that the person had in their drawer unsecured. What? This, like just sitting there, just this person had had to leave work for an extended period of time and they had to go in his office and they found all this money. And they're like, holy shit, he hasn't been depositing this stuff. And they had to like count all, it was $14,000 worth of money. Just randomly I, sitting in someone's desk. They had to be desk. small bills. And it was all small, it was all like once and that's so box. much physical money, it's Cecil. Like a whole briefcase full of money. That's like fucking Breaking Bad pallets yeah, no, it's of money, fucking dude. Fucking lock stock and two smoking barrels. Fucking what? duffel bag full of money. <laughs> so my dad, two more quick stories. Like one, when I was a kid, this is not going to reflect well on me. When I was a kid, I was seventeen, eighteen. Uh, I was a janitor at the church. My my dad and I went to a Methodist church. And so I was the janitor at that church oh, with my dad Tom. for a while. And I would clean the office. Tom. And I would steal $10 because I found the same thing. I would open the desk drawer. So bad. And there'd be this big thing of money. And I always steal $10. Never 20 but always 10 Because $10 back in the early 90s bought you a CD. <laughs> <laughs> And so I would clean the For office, shame, I would clean the church, Tom. and I would just, oh, yeah, I feel For really bad shame. about it. Cry that myself church, to sleep every that night. That church didn't get that $10. $10, yeah. 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 But my dad used, used to, to steal work. 20 <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to work many years ago. CDs. At the <laughs> <laughs> I could get a double set. <laughs> he gets the Rush box set. I could get the whole, like, Melancholy yeah. and the Infinite Sadness <laughs> box set. You know, it's fucking mid-90s. Stevie Nicks double album. <laughs> But like my dad, uh, many, 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 many years ago, he worked for a bank that doesn't exist anymore. And they had a theft. I don't remember how much, but it was big money, sure. big money theft. 
And so, you know, it's on my dad's like floor or whatever that all this money got stolen. So he's in a big high rise. He's not at like a local bank with like a teller where you bring the money. It's like in a big high rise bank in the city. But they had, they had like, they had stores of gold bars and shit there. Used to, my dad used to actually earn overtime money counting money, like for the holidays, for Christmas money. He would go and like physically count and audit money, the physical paper money. So they had like, vaults and all this, you know, so somebody stole a bunch of money. Don't know how, don't know the details. But what I know of the story is that they lie detectored everybody on the floor, on my dad's floor. And when they got to my dad, he's like, if I stole the money, I wouldn't be here for you to lie detector. <laughs> and I remember being like, yeah, who would? <laughs> but it's this guy. It's this, it's this fucking guy this who guy steals $30 million and can't like, think of anything better to do than go play fucking blackjack with well, him. Well, he, he doesn't think that this... Uh, I think a lot of these people don't think that it's going to end. They think that they're always going to get away with it. And, yeah. You know, he, he still steals some an intense amount of money. But, you know, the thing is, is like, the one thing that makes me crazy about this story is that there's that much money out there to just buy Bibles for people. Oh, I know, That man. makes me crazy, because it's like, that money could go to so many good things, housing people, feeding people, you know, doing real good aid, but yeah. instead it's it's this all this obscene amount of money. You know, this is somebody's entire work life, right? Yeah. One person or two people's entire work life, maybe. Maybe even more than that. It could be seven people's entire work life. Yeah, it's life. a lot I don't know, of it's money. a lot of money, right? Think about how much clean water that is. Yeah, think about think just think about how how many people you can put. You could build a center for yeah. people. You yeah, know? man. There's a lot of things you could do with this, and to to just buy Bibles and that's your charity is not charity. No, it's not. That's a that's a bullshit charity. And how many times? And you know why it's bullshit too is how many times have we covered on this show Bible scam? This happens yeah, all the time. All the time. Because if what you really wanted to do, like if you're so fucking stupid. That you've got thirty million dollars, and the best thing you can, th- the best thing you could think to do to proselytize with thirty million dollars is to buy a bunch of books and hand them out. You are a fucking idiot. Nobody yeah. actually thinks that. If I wanted to proselytize and I had thirty million dollars, I would buy a TV station. Yeah. Right. I would buy a. I would open a church. I would open a mission. I would do things with that thirty million dollars that would help me spread this message. Sure. Way more effectively than buying a bunch of fucking books. And everybody knows that. That's why these Bible things are always a scam. Yeah. They're always, 100% of the time, they're an enrichment for someone. But I also recognize, too, like, what would happen, the worst part about this story is that even if this these people had the money to actually do some real good in the world, what they would do is they would do both and. They would buy the Bibles and then make you take them and make you be religious to get their help. Yeah, right. And that happens all the, all time, the time, too. All where the time. You have to follow a certain very strict set of rules in these places that are very, you know, Christian rules or you have to listen to Bible verses or go to a fucking church or whatever inside these places to get a sandwich or whatever. Yeah, man. Yeah, they they absolutely condition yeah. their love and help and acceptance yeah, all around on this. like this fucking message receiving. Yeah, it's bullshit. all around this. Yeah. And you see, I love the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? I love the Lord. And if loving the Lord is wrong, I don't want to be right. So this story comes from BBC News. Belfast Pride street preacher claims remarks were taken out of context. Tom, what did he say? So this is a guy who is talking about accusing gay people of being rapists and child sex abusers. And then when he gets caught on it, he's like, well, that was taken out of context. Yeah, he says that they're, they're yeah, they're rapists and child abusers. He also goes on to say, he says, he says, well, I have homosexual friends 
Yeah. Which means you don't, by the way, because if you say that, you probably don't. No, no. Nobody's like, I'm your homosexual friend. Nobody says that. <laughs> um, but but not only that, he says, I have homosexual friends, but I love God more is what he said. Yeah. And, and what that means is, no, you don't. You just tolerate other people, even if you do, which you don't. I don't believe you. I don't you. believe you either. But, yeah. but even if you did, you're just tolerating them for you know, for this fucking magical sky person that you worship. That's all you're doing. Yeah, and I, you know, I, and I don't even believe them. I don't believe him either. I don't believe him. There's no reason to believe somebody like this. Yeah. Also, the reason I grab this is like, there's no out of context for this kind no. of messaging, no. right? I don't care what bookends your hate. Like you, like, unless you're saying, like I just did a moment ago, some asshole in Belfast is accusing gay people of being, then that would be taken out of context. Yeah, if somebody right? said, if Tom somebody said literally yeah. misquoted yeah. me, but he's not saying he was misquoted. What he's saying is, eh, you know, you really didn't consider everything. I, he, he literally does yeah. say, you're really not considering, you know, the whole breadth of everything yeah. I had to say. You're focusing on this 18 seconds of vitriolic, yeah. mean spirited, evil hated, hatred span. It's like, Man, maybe don't say shit like well, that. What you're Why are you saying yeah. evil shit? You know, if you said ahead of it, like, oh, I, you know, I, I think, I think gay people deserve to exist, but I think they're groomers, right? <laughs> okay, well, it doesn't matter what you said before. I don't care about your caveat. Yeah, right. I don't exactly. care about any of this caveat shit. And and you know, I'm just sick of all these terrible, terrible people who get caught saying something that everybody says, how fucking dare you? And then they don't have the courage to stand up for it. Yeah, man. Stand up for it. If you're a shitty person, at least have enough courage to say you're shitty. You know what? And some of those hate preachers do. Yeah. The Greg Locks of this world. That's true. They're just like, you know that's what? True. Here's who I am. That's Here's what I, I have am. to say. Yep. And it's like, yeah, that's who you are. I heard what you have to say. I think you're a piece of human trash. Yeah. But weirdly, you have more integrity than this liar. Yeah, this guy, this guy is, this guy's trying to, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Right. You know, he's trying to be able to be a shitty person and get away with it. Yeah. And, and the he, thing is, is Greg Locke is a shitty person and he takes some shit for it. Yeah. Well, and this guy too, he tries to retreat into what? Now all of a sudden we can't say Christian things in a Christian country. Yeah, you're like, dude, you're and saying you're like, hateful shit. And if that is Christian, then no. <clears throat> yeah. Well, look, you can't espouse hate speech. There's laws in your That's country. The problem though is because there's, you know, clearly in their country there's a problem, but in our country that would be perfectly fine. Be fine. Per yeah, perfectly we know fine. It. You're allowed to be a hateful shithead to gay people. Absolutely. Totally allowed in our country because we fucking hate gay people here. Yeah. Well, we we fucking are we, we don't protect them. That's yeah, for sure. We don't. We don't. We absolutely are not protecting them properly. No. no. All I need is a couple of prints to lock this whack job up till doomsday. This story is from CBS News. Lori Vallow Daybell sentenced to life in prison without parole in Doomsday Mom murder case. This was this was <clears> something <throat> we've been talking about for a while. Yep. Uh, we she was she had some very strange things, but I want to read a couple of things that she said here because she is definitely there's there's a lot going on yeah, here. There's a lot going on. She I want to says, read part of this too. quote, yeah. Jesus Christ knows the truth of what happened here. Jesus Christ knows that no one was murdered in this case. She claims to have communicated with the spirits of her children and her eternal friend, Tammy Daybell. Quote, I've had many communications with Jesus Christ, the savior of the world and our heavenly parents. I've had many angelic visitor, visitors who have communicated with me, who have manifested to me. 
Because of these communications, I know for a fact that my children are happy and busy in the spirit world. Because of my communications with my friend Tammy Daybell, I know that she is also very happy and extremely busy. And I We're hate to talk about this, but thing. what the sweet fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like she's she's she equates killing someone, and as long as they have activities in heaven, I mean, what in the fuck is happening in that fucking square? world that is running around in your head that you call a brain. The only reason I grabbed this story is to criticize the busy part. That's <laughs> it. That's it. Because we talked about this lady before and I just think she's obviously mentally ill. She is. She but is. I'm just like, man, when I die and go to heaven, I, I gotta get a job. I'm busy. Like, when I die, I wouldn't be like, it's like I'm on fucking vacation. Call well, me next millennium. <laughs> we are... <laughs> But I think I actually thought it was like kind of an interesting commentary about like how work obsessed we are in America that we that we conflate being busy with goodness. No, you're right. You're right. And she like really she's like, look, my kids are busy. This lady, she's busy. Busy means good activity. Always produce. No. Always produce. Yeah, always be blood in the gears. <laughs> yeah. Like for real, it, it like yeah. really was just this like hyper Americana capitalist kind of slip built into her um, obviously religious insanity. Yeah. Here. Yeah. And, and, and she's the one who like murdered her kids and this yeah, other person buried him in the yard, him in whatever, the yard and yeah. stuff. She's a, she, but you're right. I, they're, they're, they're going to send her away for the rest of her life. Yeah. And she clearly, when they're talking to her, she is in she she's she's in spirit mode where she's talking to yeah. her children and stuff like I, this is a person who is, is mentally unwell. She is. I think she's. I think that. I think the one tragedy, one more tragedy in this case is that this is a person who I think very obviously is mentally unfit. Yeah. Right. She. I think. I think she has no fucking idea what's a, what's going on. No fucking idea what's going on. Yeah. And and, and the justice system is like well. Tough shit. Go to prison. Yeah. You know, and not like, okay, go to a psychiatric facility. Yeah. And maybe you go to a psychiatric facility and you never get out. I don't know. No, like, I imagine that I you don't. don't. I but imagine like, that you don't. But I, I she's I, not going to get services. But you also recognize too that like this is not a fit person. It's for it's like the same thing when they when they executed the the people who are you know mentally unwell. The right. Bush executed. Oh yeah. Down when, in, yeah. You know these are people who don't they don't understand what yeah. happened. Yeah. People with like really low. IQs that are that are un they're not unqualified to fully understand the gravity of what's going on. Yeah, and they, they and they're getting executed yeah. because you know because that because that gets you because that's fucking Texas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, First Amendment gives us the right to say what we want. Ah, uh, shut up. When you think about fuck it. Up. This story is from CNN. Oklahoma lawsuit seeks to block opening a first publicly funded religious charter school. In the United States. Yeah. You, publicly funded. I'm glad somebody's going to sue them about this. I am too, but I think it's going to go all the I way up to the Supreme Court and it'll it'll be... I actually think, if I remember right, I think the Supreme Court is set to hear a case that's very similar to this. And I think that the all indications seem to be leaning toward they'll, they'll let it go. Yeah. And if that happens, we are really looking at... In this case, the school is not like nominally religious. The school is in their charter basically saying like we are an evangelistic school we yeah. intend to evangelize yeah. we believe and like one of the people it's like an archdiocese and like one yeah. of the people supporting this is like we want to challenge this stuff in court because we want to challenge the mainstreaming of atheism in america schools yeah which is not true it's not true it's not like true, secularism is not atheism yeah yeah 
Like, it's not atheist to go to Walgreens. You're allowed to. (laughs) Right? Just because it's not, like, overtly religious when I go to Walgreens. I would argue that it is Well, I guess it is. Walgreens is actually a bad example. Walgreens is a bad example. Well, it's a terrible example. I don't know why I said that one. (laughs) Hobby Lobby, religious? No, like, fuck. I should have picked. Chick-fil-A. What? I should have picked almost anything else, actually. I don't know why. There's a lot of fucking religious companies, though, it turns out. But, like, if I go to the local Honda dealer. Yeah. Right? Like, if I go. To go to it's, buy a car. It's a religious. It's secular. It's a religious. Right. There's no religion, right? right? And and they think they set they tend to think that it's anti-religion. Right. Or it's teaching a set of beliefs that that denou- that doesn't believe in religion. But it's it, it's it's separate from that. Right. There's We're, there's no mention right. of it. Right. And so you can just do what you want. You could just teach that shit at home. If you want to teach that there was a fucking ark with a dude on it and a bunch of animals and they had to sit outside <laughs> for a bunch of time and it's the most ridiculous story in the world. And the Grand Canyon can came from a big rainstorm. 100% teach that to your kids. Yeah. You can absolutely do that. And they're going to learn something different in school and you could be like, school's wrong. And kid, your kids will believe you probably yeah. because they're kids. Kids, yeah. And that's and you can absolutely indoctrinate them. And that's been happening for decades and decades and decades and decades. So we don't have to worry about. But you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation today. I have a friend who's in uh, a law professor and an immigration attorney, and we were talking, and I mentioned this story to him, and he said, "I'm one of the few people because he belonged to a group that was called Church State." And it was a group of people that were trying to integrate both law and theology to try to get them so that they could coexist together. Oh, wow. And he was always on the far secular liberal side of that discussion, saying religion has no place in politics. He was always in the room as the person to say, "He's he's a Protestant reverend, he's a... You know, this is a guy who's a very religious, religious person, guy, yeah. a very religious person. And he is 100% against things like this, hates this idea because he recognizes, because he's smart enough to recognize that it's not everybody's religion that's getting yes. taught there. It's a very specific religion that's being taught through our federal money. And that's not right. You know, and I just, again, like, I don't want to be like that old fucker, but we've been doing this a long time. I think back to the early 2000s and I think back to how up in arms America would have been at the idea of a state-sponsored madrasa. Madrasa. You bet. You bet, Tom. Right? What's the difference? There's no difference. There needs to be a Satanist school that opens up in Oklahoma if this is the case. I think there needs to be a Satanist school and I think that if if I was some Muslim group, I'd be like, cool. Where's my fucking state money? I would 100% open up a state a Satanist school in yeah. this, if that's the case. We state, should, money, I, state money goes it. to it. Awesome. Because if that's the case, you've got to show them this is where you're wrong. Yep. You won't allow this if it was Satanism. There's 100% fact they wouldn't allow it if it was Absolutely. Satanism. Absolutely. Okay, Pootie, uh, I'll play back the levels the way you said them. No instruments, no vocals, no levels. Everything's silent. Say it on me. Bleed. Speaking of Islam, Tom. Jesus Christ. So this is, this story is from BBC. Afghanistan, Taliban burn immoral musical instruments. We haven't talked too much about the Taliban after they seized control and retook Afghanistan. When when Biden pulled U.S. troops out, that country's um, interim government, which had been propped up and held in place by the United States military for 20 plus years, 
just, it instantly crumbled. It crumbled within like a day or two. It and was fast. It and, was and, unbelievably And go swift. back and listen to some of the New York Times stuff on that. Because I think there was some dailies and some New York Times audio stuff that was happening yeah. that was really compelling about people very panicked to leave because the Taliban is an oppressive regime. And, and they are, I just want to be very clear, they are a dark ages regime. They're a very oppressive, shitty regime. This is like the, the, the misogyny and the evil that they bring with them every place they go that is a direct result of their religious beliefs yeah. can't be overstated. No. They, they are burning musical instruments. They've banned before the United States went in, which I did not support and then, and I did not, I don't support it now. We never should have done it. But like before the United States went in, the Taliban had banned all music. It was off the radio, it was off television, yeah. it was out of movies. They're just fucking, they're just a, like, it's 2023, man. I know, man. And they're just like, yeah, we don't do music. Yeah, there's a rover on Mars yeah. and one large country doesn't allow music. Music, yeah. Cecil. Yeah, no, I get music. it. Music. I get they it. They just shut down all the salons and hairstylists. Yeah. They're just gone. Yeah. It's just it. Women can't go to college anymore. They can't go to work anymore. They're back with their everything but their eyes covered. Yeah. I saw I saw a video the other day of a woman <clears> in, in – I didn't watch the whole video because it was disturbing. But there was a video of a woman walking down the street – in Afghanistan unaccompanied and she got the shit kicked out of her. Jesus Christ. Because that's because that's what that's happens it. in these countries, yeah. right? Like this is a group of people that is a rabid patriarchy run by a bunch of shitty dudes who want to just oppress people. Absolutely. And they use their religion as a weapon to do that. Yep. They use it as a weapon to oppress every single female there. This is a terrible shitty regime. And you're right. I mean, like, this is one of those moments where you, you sit back and you look at the world and you look at the world that you were talking about, you know, in the early 2000s when we were talking about how bad the Taliban was and how bad some of these areas yeah. on the globe were, you know, even still, look at some of these other I Islamic countries that have some real serious problems. You know, uh, witch, or, witch police in other places where they send oh, out yeah, these, these superstitious police to go do stuff. I mean, these are there's a lot of stuff that happens because of religion. And understand, it's powered by the patriarchy. 100%. It's powered yep. by the patriarchy, <clears throat> and they weaponize the religion because they recognize people will believe it and obey it. Well, look, it's it's all a big fucking circle, right? Like, some guys made this religion up. Yeah. It's not that like it's not like the religion sprung up organically yeah. not from people. Yeah. It's not if because we know it's not true, then we know that this is just some shit people made up. Yeah. And it's not just people made up, some fucking dudes made this yeah, up. And they right? made it up to oppress women. And then yeah, and then generations and generations of other men teach other men and teach other men and teach other men how to continue this oppression. Absolutely. How to continue treating women as chattel. Yeah. And how to continue to beat them and to suppress them and to create like to create a, a world, an entire world, an entire country, generations, people who live and die exclusively under like terror and exclusively under depredation and violence. And like all of this stuff is fueled by that vicious cycle of exactly it, of, of religious sponsored patriarchy and patriarchy sponsored religion. And they cannot, yeah. they are so inextricably yeah. linked within Islam. Yeah. They are inextricable. You can't, you can't have just one or you can't have Islam without patriarchy. And I'll point you out, can't have it. and I'll point out too, <clears throat> that there's plenty of times where, especially even in this country, 
where there was a lot of freedom that was afforded to women when when the United States came in. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of freedom yeah. afforded to women, and they and and that's why they're starting to ban all this stuff because women had a lot of freedom they at did. that point. Yeah. And so things can change, and they can turn around, and that country can be the same level of religious. Right. You know what I mean? Like it can be the people can still worship the same way they were worshiping, except for now there's just not some crazy government in charge that is that is there literally to oppress them. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, like the government of these like Islamic countries, there is no secularization of yeah. their government. Yeah. The government and the religion are the same thing. You've got, you know, you got this problem in Iran. You know, where like uh, like the the fucking modesty police yeah. were kidnapping and beating and, yeah. and fucking killing women for not wearing fucking hijabs. You've got this problem in Saudi Arabia yeah. where up until recently women couldn't drive, couldn't but women drive. are still yeah. deeply oppressed, crazy oppressed. Can't leave the house. Can't in some leave places. the house without yeah. a minder, a male minder. Yeah. Like you, like fucking morality police and fucking witch finders everywhere that I mean just the truth is like everywhere that Islam spreads to like North Africa it brings intense violence against women intense unrelenting violence against fifty one percent of the population this is just it's a shit ideology it's lying none of it's true yeah. it's all made up by some dudes in order to have power over other people yeah. If you hold out too long, you could jeopardize your credit rating. Very often, we don't get to talk about the things that are we, we sort of like have a little bit of of background in. This feels like something you might have a little background in. Yeah, Tom. this is the uh, credit rating. So yeah. this is kind of interesting. This is from uh, NBC News. The White House blames the GOP after Fitch downgrades the U.S. credit rating. What does so, that mean? Well, so the credit. So like, there's a bunch of like major international credit rating agencies. And they basically are as similar to like in very similar ways to like your credit or my credit. They're basically rating entire nations' economies and saying like, here is a like the USA has always been well not always but we've had fluctuations but we're typically a triple A credit rating, which means that like anyone looking to buy bonds like American uh, securities and bonds, we are a good risk. A country that is less economically sort of stable would not have the same credit rating. And so buying bonds in that country would carry with it greater risk and potentially greater reward, but greater risk for sure. So the U.S. has always been a very stable economy. And Fitch, or Fitch's, um, recently came out and was like, hey, you know what, after that, and really they, they pointed to a lot of things, but one of the articles that I read about this is more than just the one. One of the articles really said that like, they really took a look at the uh, hullabaloo Around almost shutting down our government and not passing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the What was the recent uh, economic fight that we just had with the Republicans? It was the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling. We almost didn't raise the debt ceiling, which would have caused us to default on yeah. all of our debts. Yeah. And they're basically like, your government's dysfunctional, and that poses downstream risks to the entire international economy. And that dysfunctional government actually makes the United States no longer a AAA credit rated country. Which is insane. We're the largest economy yeah, in the world. Yeah, it's insane. And then, and you know, the thing is, is this is the this is what you sow. Yeah. When you do this sort of thing, when you play chicken with the U.S. economy, when you try to uh, to get your way without thinking about 
what it does, what the ripple effects are it's it's going to have on the economy. They they didn't think that through. Yeah. And I remember how how sort of staunch Joe Biden was about this. And I remember the things he was saying was basically don't fuck with this. Don't yeah. whatever you do don't fuck with this. And I think he eventually convinced them not to fuck with it. Um it's funny cuz I saw a couple things this week that were sort of down on Joe Biden, a couple things. One of them was just a, a TikTok where a guy was, you know, dancing and saying, you're really going to make me vote again for Joe Biden or something. And he did this thing. And I got to say, I know that there's a lot of people who want to shit on Joe Biden. And I'll be honest, I was a reluctant Joe Biden. I know. Voter. Yeah. I'm a very reluctant Joe Biden voter. But I got to say, so many things that I've been, I, I, and I feel like I've been wrong. I was kind of wrong about him, especially this. And I want to mention this on the show because it's something I didn't mention. It is, it's not really related to this, but I wanted to mention it. A while back, Joe Biden was working with the train companies uh, to try to get those people, you know, to work with that strike. And I was upset with Joe Biden because he basically canceled the strike. Right. And, and they, you know, wound up, uh, the the train companies didn't didn't want they wind up uh, leaving some stuff on the table. It was it was uh, sick pay that they left on the mm -hmm. table. It was a very I was very upset by it because I was like, don't fucking cancel that. If it goes to it, it goes to it. The train companies are spreading propaganda that's going to shut the nation down. But I've read other stuff that said that it wouldn't. You should at least let it run for a little while. Don't fuck with their strike. <clears throat> but he he said, look, don't worry. We'll try to get this stuff for you. Joe got it for him. That's he, awesome. He got their time. So that time off that they wanted to get, I saw a union bulletin come across my feed. The time off that they wanted, he never let up. He kept talking to them and pushing them. And he, they credit Joe Biden for getting that time off for that union. That union walked away from the table so that the, the country wouldn't shut down. And so there would be the deliveries that right. have to be delivered. <clears throat> And he kept at it and they conceded and he got that for them. And the union was the one that sent that bulletin out. This wasn't a bulletin from the trains, right, right. wasn't from those people. It was from the union that said, thank you, Joe Biden, for doing this for us. So I was pissed off at him for that. I this, and I'm yeah. very happy that he, that he followed through and he did the right thing, right? Because I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, these these are people that are going to be stuck without sick time now. And you basically shoehorned him into this position, but he he kept going. And I think that that's, an, that's one of those things that I think it's real easy to look at him and say, ah, he's old or, oh, he's, you know, he's not going to do anything or he's, he's the same side. He's just the same side of, you know, it's this, it's two, it's one coin. They're both the same side essentially. Yeah. And that's just not true. It's not, it's true. not true. It's and not. He, this is another example of that. The other side of the coin wanted to fucking run us off a cliff. Yep. And he was like, don't fucking do that. And he convinced them to come to the table and he, and he, he gave some things that he thought he could give to, to make this happen. He's the one who had to give something up because these people, make no mistake, the Republicans would have fucking run us into the gutter yep. if they could have. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think Joe Biden, and I don't want to get a whole Biden thing, but like, I think Joe Biden so far has been incredibly impressive. Yeah. Incredibly what impressive. He's had, yeah. he's had like major legislative wins, major big time legislative wins, not one, but several yeah. major big time legislative wins. I think he's delivered on his promise to be the guy who can get shit actually accomplished. 
I think he just doesn't pat himself on the back. And he doesn't blow his own horn because he's busy working. Yeah. I think he's a guy who's just busy working all he's the time. Been, man. He's been, he's, I, I was a reluctant Biden voter, but I'm happy that I voted for him now and I will vote <clears throat> for him again. I will happily I, vote I won't, for him again. I, yeah. I, I, I hope there's no primary and fight because I'd like to vote for him again. I think he's done a pretty good job with the things that he's had. Yeah. He's only had two years of a good Congress and a good. Right. And, and it really wasn't. A it was very, barely. a very receptive or, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, he had a, the slimmest it wasn't Senate a Senate that, that was very friendly, right? Yeah. Especially because it had members in it that would easily flip to the other side. So he had to, he had to, you know, massage some things in and he did some really impressive stuff there. But I also, also very much respect the fact that he followed through on that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a lot of integrity. And I think yeah. that's great. Boris, I've got a special. When can you work him in? I couldn't possibly sneak him in until Monday, sir. I'm book solid. Monday. Splendid. I got to just read parts of this story, Cecil. This story is from the Rolling Stone. Trump extremists make new calls to hang Mike Pence. Watch his toes dangle, end quote. Yeah, so this is a whole story about these online message boards. Once Mike Pence, we talked about this on the show earlier this week, Tom, where Mike Pence had come out and said against Trump, like, Anybody who would put themselves over the Constitution shouldn't be president. That was basically what he said. Yeah, right. And and immediately on these message boards, like this Donald.win or whatever it's called, they, they went crazy. And so there's a couple things in here you should read. The top comment on the Pence post called for divine retribution against the traitor. It reads, may God strike him down for his lies and treachery to the American people. But as other commenters piled on, they fantasized about a public execution of Pence at a gallows. Quote, I want to watch his toes dangle in the breeze, wrote user Big Mike's Harry Dong. Thank you. Thank you so much for the philosopher Big Mike's Harry Dong <laughs> and his take on this. You know, it, when I think of the great American philosopher, I think like, you know, I think of like Benjamin Franklin. Yes, I yes, think of yes. Jefferson Monroe and Big Mike Harry Dong. <laughs> you know, Cecil... I know I'm out of touch. I know I'm not a tech guy. I know. I know. But it's really hard, Cecil. It's really hard to take a world full of avatars seriously. You know? Like, it's really hard to be like, uh, there's people gathered in a room somewhere, like the FBI or something, and they're like looking at a very serious dossier. Uh, we've heard some online chatter, and it seems to be critical, uh, credible threats to the uh, ex-vice president. Uh, it says, from a uh, user, Big Mike's Harry Dong. And I just wouldn't, like, we're not living in the real world anymore. We are not living in the real world. Oh, man. Big, Big Mike's, Mike's Harry, Harry Dong. Dong. All right, so Big shit. Mike's Harry Dong. I want to stand beside you as a witness, wrote user totally passable, adding, I want to pull the lever. This user made it clear he didn't want the violence to end with Pence. I longed for the day we, we the people, pull these traitors out of their seats, screaming, knowing full well what is coming for them and why it's coming. That's, that's, that's fucking psycho. Speak. Dude, it gets even crazier. That's psycho speak. Instead of recoiling at the call to execute Pence, other users joined the call for mob violence. No long drops said another user, echoing many of the replies, humane execution should be off the table. 
What? We are so far <laughs> beyond a political what conversation. What are you talking about? Humane execution. What is your idea of humane executions? They're, are you saying like we can't hang guillotine or inject them or shoot them? Like what are you saying? I, I think they say no. Are they going to draw and quarter him? I think when they're saying no long drops, they mean don't hang him so his neck breaks. Hang <gasps> him so he strangles. Oh, that's what that means. Nice. So like back in the day, I do. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. would like avoid the long drop. So you would just dangle. That sounds... That's what they're like. They want to torture people to death in public. It sounds unpleasant, Tom. Do you remember when we <laughs> used to be like, let's have a rousing conversation about taxes? Yeah. Now we're just like, maybe we should slowly is, torture and kill I, the ex-vice president. You know, look... And we're Republicans. I don't disagree that there are probably people around all throughout history... That immediately thought, I want to kill this person who is on the other side of the... For sure. I, I imagine that there is probably, almost certainly, uh, a, a people out there. But now there's a, there's a fucking chat room for them. And they all get together in the same chat room. And they all fucking tune each other up. And they yep. all get mad together. And they all want to fight each other. And the people who might not have been there get there. In this room. Oh, yeah. Right? So you might not be there completely, but you're close, and then you get tuned up by these people, and now you're there. Well, And yeah. this is a group of people who are literally calling for the previous vice president to be killed, and they are 100% down. Like, I think, I genuinely feel like you need to be breaking somebody's door down. Yeah, you do. I also just, like, I keep thinking to myself, how insane must it feel to be a Republican right now? How crazy do you have yeah. to feel? It, it was so so here's you as a Republican. It's November 1st, 2020. And you're like, yeah, Bill Barr's great. Mike Pence is awesome. Good guys, love him. Then like nothing, nothing happens. Two weeks later, you gotta be like, fucking Bill Barr, fuck that guy. That guy's a fucking traitor. You're right. He's it's, now a piece of shit. Right, then like six weeks later, you're like, I will literally kill Mike Pence, the guy that I like, these are the same guys who, when we watch the debate, when we watch the vice presidential debate, these are the, literally, there are going to be, you know, that there were people watching that debate, watching that fly crawl its way around his fucking greasy fucking mother head. <laughs> like, there were people that were like, that's my guy. Yeah. That's my guy. Then, like, nothing, nothing, time passes, and they're just like, we literally want to kill him. Yeah, you, you're, you're not wrong. I feel like there is a lot of, there's a lot of... You got to change your mind on a dime. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of that because, and and it really is the vicissitudes of Trump's whim. Yeah. Yes. That yes. They are yes. attuned to. So whatever Trump says is the thing. And if Trump is mad at Pence, Pence needs to die. If Trump is mad at Barr, Barr needs to die. And these people, you know, look at look at the people that were part of Trump's. Uh, regime, and you look at them, and they were bad people. These are not good people. Bill Barr is not a good person. No, he's a shithead. Right? He's a, a bad a fucking human being. Not a good person. Yeah, no, right? No. Any of his sec fucking sixteen secretaries of state were not good right. people. <laughs> yes, right? right. These were not. These were not great people. They all had some integrity because he fired every one of them. Right? right. He got rid of every one of them. Some of them left. 
before they could be fired, but they he got rid of every one of them. They all had some integrity because they 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 wound up standing up yeah, to him at for some something. point. They rubbed him wrong yeah, way. Something. Yeah. But you're right. Every single one of those people is someone who they want to see die. They want to see that person go. They want to see that person get killed. And it's because Trump will call them an animal. And I, I'm surprised. I am genuinely surprised there hasn't been more attempts on some people's lives. Me too. I am genuinely surprised there hasn't been a moment where people are like, oh, Trump said he doesn't like Bill Barr. And then somebody goes after him. Yeah, I am too. Like I... I do think that most of these keyboard warriors are just keyboard warriors, right? Like Big Mike's Harry Dawn yeah. is probably not actually fucking swinging He's not a, lot a of paramilitary dawn. guy. But like the emotional whiplash yeah. that you've got to have. Yeah, you're right. Where yeah. you're like, I love that guy. I hate that guy. I'll kill that guy. Like, I just, I don't have that kind of like emotional range to be a Republican. No, I don't either. I'm, I'm just too, yeah. I'm just too emotionally simple. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm moored too closely to right. one place. I, you know, I want to talk about Pence for a second. Um, I, I want to say like, I hate Mike Pence beyond. Sure. Compared. He's a piece of shit. I hate Mike Pence. Yeah, Mike Pence is garbage. He's genuinely a shitty human he's being. He's a shitty bad yeah, person. He's a bad person. I don't want to see him die no, slowly no, no. at a gallows. What I also want to say though, I hated him as vice president because I knew that there were many things that Trump did that were, if they weren't orchestrated by Pence, they were certainly in line with the things that Pence wanted, yeah. right? So I don't know what he did or how he pushed the president. But I do know that many of the things that Trump chose to do during his presidency would certainly have pleased Pence or at least have some sort of inertia given to them by sure. Pence. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know what that is because I don't know what happens behind closed doors and I don't know how easy, easy Trump is to push into those situations and positions. But what I do know is, is that they definitely align with Mike Pence's values, right? Yep. So the things that happen in office. But do we have to be somewhat thankful that Pence was the one who chose to be part of that because he was the one who was put on the spot on January 6th and he's the one who refused to do it. Do we have to be somewhat We thankful? have to be a little bit thankful. Like, I think you can still be like, look, I hated Mike Pence. I'm an OG Mike Pence hater like you. Yeah. I hated him yeah, when, when he was we, the governor of fucking governor, Yeah, I mean, I hate Indiana already, right. but I already hate their governor more. Like, it's, yeah. it's easy. Yeah. Right? Like, it, yeah. like he has the meth stink still, yeah. like, and they, wafting and, over And they him. love the Republican governors down there. They do. They love they the— do. And that guy was shitty to, to LGBT people he and was. to people with AIDS, yep. Yep. and yep. he's an awful exactly. human. Yep. Awful human so, being. So, like, you and I were OG yeah, we fucking haters Pence. on yeah. Mike Pence because we could see what he was. He was a religious nut job. Yeah masquerading as a politician. Yeah. That's who he's always been. But I think that like he is one of the old school religious nut jobs that thinks of himself as a person of integrity and as a result he was immovable. Yeah. Um on the issue of of now I think he's wrong about every important issue. And yeah. I mean that. But I think he's wrong. He's wrong about every, every important issue. Every but one. And, yep. it, and the one was that the pre that the vice president didn't have that that didn't power. have the right to to unilaterally yeah. overthrow yeah. an election. And like we have to give him some credit, but also that's the easiest thing to be right it about. It is easy to be right about. But and he did have, I mean, this is a guy who was standing at the switch. He was. He was standing at the switch. And again, I want to give him credit for not throwing the switch. I do. I want to give him that credit. I also know that like guys like this did the calculus that this was almost certain to fail anyway. 
and that they didn't want to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think so. You're right. Like, I, like, I, yes, I, 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 I reluctantly wanna, give him. I want to give him the kudo. A single he kudo. Gets, I will shave it's a piece a, of kudo, a, a half a kudo, and like I will drift it. Yeah. A waft it yeah, by a waft him. a kudo to a you. A waft a sliver will, of kudos. I will waft a sliver of kudo your way, sir. But like, I also just want to lament so deeply the fact that we have to give kudos to people for getting the easiest question I know, question the easiest, right. simplest thing. You know, don't be a traitor to your country. Right, yeah. Don't disenfranchise 81 million votes. Don't do that. And then and and somehow we have to be like, good job. Uh-huh. Good job. And pat oh, people look on how that. brave. Oh, you did what a great a job. No, you, yeah. you did the one thing that you're supposed to do. Yeah. And the rest of it was garbage. Yeah. Were you and you know, the guy, the Grim Reaper comes to you at the end, and you'd be like, Was I a good vice president? And they're just gonna say no. And then they're gonna take yeah. you away, and that's the end of it. Here's here's what here's a great analogy. It's like going to a dog show, and all the other dogs run around and do the obstacle course and they do the tricks and they fucking do the little like prance on a leash thing and your dog fails at every single one of those things but he didn't shit on the floor he did the one thing he didn't because the thing is like yeah. we got to give Pence credit not for what he did but for what he did what he didn't do. do you're right you're absolutely so like, right all we're no, giving him credit he's expected for. to do that one thing right yeah so he had a, all he had to do was the same thing that yeah. 45 other leaders did yeah. right and not Fucking be a traitor. Yeah. So like it's like going to the dog show and being like, what ribbon do I get for my dog not shitting on the floor? The brown one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's gonna wrap it up for this uh this Thursday episode. Come check us out Monday. We'll have a whole new episode. We'll be hanging out. It'd be great. And also, this upcoming Thursday. We're going to do a live stream. Live stream. We're going to do a live stream on YouTube, Twitch. I don't know. Maybe Facebook. We'll see. Um, But we will be live streaming 9 p.m. Central. Check us out Thursday. I know people haven't been to our live streams in a long time. You might have forgotten that they were a lot of fun and that Ian joined us. But I'm reminding you that they're a lot of fun. I miss Ian. So I I haven't talked to Ian in a while. He'll be on with us. I have to actually very much go out of my way. So he double checks all the equipment because we haven't used it in a while. And I know he will get on a minute before and try to run stuff and I'm not going to let him do that. No. I'm going to go out of my way to double check stuff. Seven minutes, Ian. And we want seven and pre-check minutes. Ian's going to join us hopefully. So we'll be there. Uh, check us out this upcoming Thursday of uh, the next Thursday for the, for the live stream. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do though with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.